catching out now, Mark Patterson, of course, Federated Farmers President for Otago, out of Lawrence. Good afternoon, mate. How's things? Afternoon, Andy. Good, thank you. How's it looking in uh, South Otago? We know here in the south we're looking a bit um, dry, for want of a better word. Is it any different up the road? You guys had any moisture? Uh, none. No, it's just dry as a chip. We probably had, uh, we'd be lucky to have two or three mils for March. We haven't had anything substantive since about the start of February. Uh, so it's, it's really, yeah, it's getting pretty serious here, actually. Your own situation, you got all the stock away or you're still holding stuff back? Uh, no, actually, it, it's gone not too bad. But I think the works have done a pretty good job given the, you know, the, the pressures they've been under with short staff at the start and COVID sweeping through on top of that. So we, we have managed to get stock away. I've got clutching um, the, virtually the last of the lambs going out um, tomorrow, so that's... That's good, but cattle could go, and you know that that could be a wait. Um, well, it's just you know that that's the problem, though, isn't it? We just we need to get rid of stock, and, and those outlets for doing that are are pretty pretty bottlenecked. I think the unsung heroes at the moment, uh, to be fair, they market almost be the stock ages. I mean, the pressure comes on in November, December during the weaning season for sure. But normally at this time of year, you tend to get to see a bit of a, a line, a bit of the end of a line of the sand, so to speak. But it's not the case at the moment. They're under the pump. And speaking with Ben Dooley about it last week, he said, just show a bit of love and appreciation to your agents because they need it. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we're really lucky that Canterbury and uh, South Canterbury and even North Otago and, and Central Otago hasn't been too bad either that we've actually had some neighbouring provinces that have had some feed. I mean, stock had just been pouring out of South Otago store lambs uh, and if that outlet wasn't there or to the same extent that it is at the moment, then you know, it would have been uh, you know, even more serious than what it is. Concerns going forward for sure, but it's something that we're just having to tolerate, as is everybody down here in the south. Um, changes to Nate have been mooted. Now, they've been deferred, though. Kevin Ford, who I spoke to from Nate oh, a few weeks ago, he was just going through as to why this is occurring, needing to update the system. However, they've had to delay it through to May the 19th because um, basically farmers aren't really too happy with the way they've gone about the process. Yeah, well, I guess it almost sort of snuck through under the cover of darkness a little bit. I know, um, you know that we had a, a call with them with uh, Otago Federated Farmers, but, you know, there was, at the time, with uh, Haywaka Kanoa consultations and and whatever, it was, it, it just, yeah, I mean, it, it, I just don't think farmers either had the, the bandwidth to take it in at, at that time or even, you know, really know what was going on. And whilst in nominal terms it's not a huge amount of money in in percentage terms it is it's a, you know it's an over doubling of the, the levy so you know you have to be able to justify that absolutely um you could argue the system may need to change but you don't just slip it through on the under the cover of darkness like you say because transparency is the key in this game isn't it mark farmers are, you know as long as people are being upfront and honest with them not a problem but i was talking to a lot of farmers about this and they didn't even know about it yeah and and, and that's right i mean we've seen that time and time again over the last two or three years haven't we where processes have been Inadequate. That's where the real 
backlash has come from if, if you feel like something's been, you know, the wool's been pulled over your eyes. Uh, so, you know, if we've learned anything in the last couple of years, it's, it's that, that you need a good, robust consultation. And, and I just don't think they got the timing uh, right. They should have recognised that, you know, there was a, a lot going on, both on farm, busy time of year, really important consultations around the, the Waka Kanawa and, and, you know, they, they just kind of slipped this one in, which was a wee bit, it, you know, that, they could well be justified in asking for the money that, uh, that they are, but, you know, just do it in the right way so that people feel that they, uh, it is justified. Mark, up north in the last week, we've seen this horrendous flooding that the East Coast has had to endure. Prime Minister Ardern on TV this morning saying that basically forestry had a part to play in this flooding because of the offcuts, etc., just all just floating downstream and blocking up outlets. Um, it's almost a contradiction in terms when we're being told that forestry is the way forward, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't see the interview, but if, you know, that's... I'm sure that's correct. Uh, what, what you said, it does seem a little bit uh, contradictory. Um, you know, we really got to think about this stuff. And I, I think, you know, the, some of the discussion at the moment is around you know, even the carbon forestry and that sort of thing is not actually covered by the existing forestry regulations. So, you know, there's a real need to tidy all that stuff up. And, and you know, because this is not the first radio, is it? I mean, they had exactly the same situation about three years ago yeah. where all the roads and bridges got taken out. So, you know, we've got to learn these lessons, don't we? Absolutely, and thoughts go out to the east coast of North Island, everybody afflicted by the flooding. I mean, you look at Southland, just total opposite of a situation that um, we're having to tolerate here. Uh, just finally, mate, uh, Winston Peters making noises for Tauranga. Can you give us a scoop there? What do you think's going to go on? Is Winnie running again? <laughs> I don't know. I'm as interested as you are. <laughs> well, you must have a bit of an idea. Give us a scoop. Come on. Oh, uh, look, believe me, I have asked, but I, uh, I genuinely don't know. I think they'll be considering all their options. Uh, it's a good, good platform to have. Uh, you know, uh, on bridges, you know, quite a shock uh, that he stood down. Uh, and I guess from a New Zealand first perspective, I put that hat on. You know, it's a bit of risk reward. You know, you've got to be in the game. You've got to be seen to be in the game. Such a good platform. So uh, we undoubtedly will run a candidate, I would imagine. Uh, whether it's Winston or not, I can't tell you. And you'll be the first to know. Oh, good to hear, mate. Um, Simon Bridges, he seemed like quite a good guy. The people we talked to in Parliament, um, your dealings with him, how did you find him? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. No, he was... Um, uh, no, I, I never had a problem uh, with Simon. He was a pretty laid-back sort of guy. Um, yeah, and a you know pretty formidable operator too. He'll be missed by the National Party and actually by the Parliament. You know, the sort of standard politicians like uh, Simon uh, stepping down is never a, a good thing. You know, there's been some, you know, quite a few over the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, he'll be he'll be big shoes to fill uh, for the National Party and actually the Parliament as uh, you know as a whole. Hey, Mark Patterson, thanks for your time this afternoon on The Muster, mate. We'll catch you in a few weeks. Thanks, Andy.